It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're meeting with head coach Ron Rivera on Tuesday ahead of training camp practices starting on Wednesday. What do we want to hear from Coach Rivera when we talk to him? And we're going to finish up our three-to-watch training camp series with the linebackers, cornerbacks, and safeties all coming up right now on the Locked On Washington Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the new WUSA 9 Plus app. Your CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C. has a new streaming app that is a game changer for local news and sports in the DMV. Just download the WUSA 9 Plus app now from your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick. No matter how you're joining us, we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, writer for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, covering your Washington Commanders. My co-host Chris Russell is one half of the Russell and Met Her Show on the Team 980, which you can find live Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there, when we're not here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82 for myself, at russellmania621 for Chris, and at LO Commanders for the show. All right, again, thanks for uh, Commanders fans for making the Lockdown Commanders podcast your first listen or your first view of the day. Either way, as David said, we appreciate you. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more prop odds than ever before. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, David, here we are. We made it through whatever the offseason is. Around here, that takes on a different context. I try and tell everybody that, uh, but 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 hopefully everybody understands there really is no offseason when it comes to the commanders. Uh, but here we are, Ron Rivera and the team scheduled to report to Ashburn uh, on Tuesday, July 26th, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, Of course, with the first practice on Wednesday morning and Ron meets with the media, as you mentioned in the tease at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. So, again, depending on when you're listening, watching this, uh, it may have already happened or it may be before. But we are recording this before it actually happens. So I thought we could talk about what three questions each one of us have if we had unfiltered questions and we could just kind of choose the narrative of what we want to hear, what we're most interested in. So I wanted to bounce my first one off of you and then you'll take a turn and so on and so forth. Um, and, and mine is one that Pete and I have argued on the radio for about a week, week and a half. I think it's going to be a big distraction when Dan Snyder supposedly testifies uh, in front of Congress on on Thursday, later on this week. We don't know if we're going to actually get to see it or anything like that, but I want to know from Ron how much of a distraction is it that his owner, the guy who signs his paycheck, chose to do this 
during the opening days of training camp when Ron has done everything he can to possibly put the past in the past. I want to know yeah. how much of a distraction is it? Has he thought about it? Does he think it'll weigh on the players? That type of thing. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. You know, and, and I and I already feel bad for for Coach Rivera having to answer these questions right after a practice, or you know, even before a practice, depending on what time and what happens, and and everything else. And heaven help him if Dan says something crazy. Which I mean, honestly, I don't know if anybody's really playing on him saying anything uh, at all. Some people are still predicting he's not even going to show up. That they're going to find some right. sort of legal something or other. Say, like, oh, 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 wait, we got one more problem. But I just. I feel bad for him, man, because, I mean, they're just trying to do football things. And, you know, we're, I can already see the comments on YouTube. We don't care. And, and, uh, and I got it, guys. But it's it's part of the job. So it's a question that's got to get asked. You know what I mean? It just it, it just is it's part of the scenario. So it's part of the context and the narrative of what's going on. Uh, my first question, Chris, and Sam, if you've heard this before, will the team approach Cam Newton for a new contract? I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. Um, but what I do want to know is whether or not... Wait a second. I asked that question at a time worth 10,000 10, over the last two years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last know, year I and mean, even the year before, fair, it made more sense. That. Yeah, this year, I don't think anybody's going to be asking. No, 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 no. Uh, but the quarterback, they did get Carson Wentz, right? He was working out in California with some other uh, teammates, including Taylor Heineke, which I think was really right. great of, of him as a teammate uh, to go out there and work out with his new you know, starting quarterback who kind of came in and you could say took his job. Uh, I want to know if there's any reports, any any information that he gleaned from them. Because again, those are independent workouts; they're not team run, sanctioned, or whatever. They can't be because of the CBA liability issues. Uh, but did he hear back from Carson or Terry or anybody else, or even since maybe they returned? You know, what I mean, they're in the building now. Maybe uh, he heard something. Just you know, did anything happen out there of significance? Which he's not going to tell us exactly. But yeah, you know, we found out that Carson and Terry can't run any five yard outs because they won't connect. Like I got it, but you know, right. just just general commentary on how that went. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a good one, and and maybe more that would be for Scott Turner. Uh, you know, maybe he would have more specifics on that. But we're not getting Scott Turner on right. Tuesday to open up camp. We're getting Ron Rivera. So hopefully, Ron did more than just hey, how were the donuts at the workouts in Paradise Valley? You know, hopefully he did get a little bit more information. My second question is something that I know he won't answer or give a lot of details on, but something that I'm genuinely curious about. How much extra conservative will they be in the preseason in terms of the playing time for vets and, of course, the injured players coming back? Now, I don't expect Chase Young and, and Logan Thomas and guys like that to play at all in the preseason. Uh, we have to see when they're going to even be able to practice, David. But I'm talking about Carson Wentz in a new system. I'm talking about guys like Terry McLaurin, of course, under the new contract extension. I'm talking about... You know, guys that, um, you know, uh, uh, Charles Leno, are we going to see him at all in the preseason? Are we going to see Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne at all in the preseason? Do they have to play or does they does Ron, Scott, Jack, and the rest of the crew basically like McVay treats the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams, which is to say nobody plays anything of any consequence? Yeah, I mean, look, and, and and the thing about it is every answer is the right answer. You know what I mean? Because you could you could play your starters in game three of the preseason and lose J.K. Dobbins for a year and a half. I mean, he's starting off preseason on the pup this year as right. well. So, I mean, you know, you could do that. Or you could do what Washington did, barely play your starters at all during the preseason, not play them at all in the final game, and then lose your starting quarterback in the first quarter of the game. Like, you can't – there's no way to definitively prevent anything bad from happening so you just got to make the best decision you can. I wonder, you know, like you said, and I might even have a follow-up depending on how he answers the question, uh, because some of these assignment questions, some of these freelancing questions, like maybe some of those things could have been nipped in the bud in the preseason. I don't know that they could have necessarily, but I'm more of a fan. 
uh, you know, and I'm not going to tell Coach Rivera this, but I'm more of a fan of like the earn your way off the field if you're the starting unit. You know, the Buccaneers. I remember they had a, they had a, a preseason game they planned on playing their starters for three drives. We want three drives out of our starters. We want to see them for three possessions. Get in, get out. You know, hopefully everybody is healthy. First drive of that game, Tom Brady and the offense, they go down. I want to say Tom was like four for four. Running was good. Blocking was good. Route running was great. They scored a touchdown. They were like, you know what? We're done. Starters, you're you're finished. Put the backups on the field. Earn your way off the field. Um, another another question uh, that, you know, honestly, Ron can't answer specifically, but I'm interested from a, the, from a, a theological standpoint, a, an operational standpoint. Uh, there's several players in the NFL expected to to hold out, not report to camp or seek a trade, uh, something like that. And while Ron can't say anything by name, I want to know if him and Martin Mayhew are having some conversations, whether they're just in-house conversations, noticing like, hey, this guy didn't show up. Or if they're even having some phone calls, like, hey, look, if your guy doesn't show to camp, give us a call and see if we can work something out. And of course, I'm talking yeah, about Jesse Bates of the Cincinnati Bengals, but Ron won't talk about Jesse Bates of the Cincinnati Bengals. You, you are driving the Jesse Bates to D.C. train. Uh, you, I love it. I love it. Why not pluck from a team, uh, you know, that actually, um, I don't know, made it to the Super Bowl last year, uh, to the surprise of just about everyone. All right. My third question. And again, I have more, but these are just in my mind. What does he believe the offensive identity or DNA of this offense is entering camp? Is it a run first to set up the pass type offense? as it kind of was during the winning streak last year and when the only time things were really going well? Or is it what I kind of believe, which is a pass first to establish the run and wear teams out as the game goes along, second half, second part of the third quarter, fourth quarter type thing, basically the what they did during the four-game winning streak. And I don't know, again, how he'll answer that, David. Mm -hmm. I would answer it. If I was Ron and Scott, as, hey, we're going to try and establish the passing game to, again, set teams up, move the football, score points, and then try and wear them out as the game goes along. Absolutely. And my final question for Ron will be about Joey Sly. Uh, the kicker situation in Washington has been a touchy subject for some time. Uh, last year, Rooster finally got what he wanted. And uh, Dustin Hopkins is is no longer kicking in Washington. Uh, Joey Sly came and did a pretty good job. No competition as of right now. There's no other kickers on the roster. I verified right before we hit record just to be 100% sure I didn't miss a transaction. Uh, is that more about Joey? Like, did Joey just do enough that, you know, we don't need competition. Joey Sly, you're our guy. Didn't mean to make that rhyme on purpose. Or is it just we need as many position players in here to see what we have? We want all these young linebackers to come in and compete and see, uh, you know, what we can sift through for our roster. So that's a question I want to ask Ron when we speak to him on Tuesday. And uh, hopefully, Chris, coach is going to give us some direct answers, not going to make a whole lot of assumptions, but assumptions are part of this life sometimes. And Twitter was making some assumptions about uh, a certain commander's coach. We'll talk about whether or not those could be true or not. But one thing we know is true, and we're going to talk about it right now, is the fact that all of us at some point in our lives have been a little tied on cash from time to time. Maybe we can only afford to put a few gallons of gas into our tank, or maybe there was an event coming up and we're sweating bullets figuring out how we're going to get a gift that measures up but also pay the bills. That's where Dave can help because if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Now Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. What if you get a little bit of help from your future self? What if you could talk to your future self and maybe ask for a favor? Would you ask to borrow a little bit of cash? Well, if you would, now you can with Dave. 
Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money for your tank, more money for that gift, or just to catch up on some bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and there's no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right, David, and betonline.net. Our friends an easiest way uh, to keep track of all your betting needs. Find out all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source, again, for odds, lines, and games. That's betonline.net. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League NFL. Training camp's all back now this week. NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be your sports wagering information how about some live in-game betting you see a trend that you like in a game a lot of home runs you want to hit one out of the park you go right to betonline.net and get involved in the game that you want to choose of course they have covered with sports and podcast coverage Uh, and if you head to bet online today use your mobile device You'll learn more about the action happening today and also in the coming days at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, thanks once again to make uh, the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first view of each and every day. If you're watching along on YouTube or just listening, we appreciate you either way. So, David, an unnamed defensive coordinator in the NFL, again, we have no conference lean, no idea who this person is, said this about Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. I know we're a commander's podcast, but it's newsworthy, and you'll find out why. Uh, This, according to Warren Sharp of Sharp Football Analysis, quote, if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game. He's so unique as an athlete, and he's really a good football player, but I don't give a beep using the S word. If he wins the league MVP 12 times, I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. And David, the reason you might be wondering again, why I'm bringing this up. I didn't think about this when I read this story and when I did it on the radio, but then all of a sudden it was pointed out to me that what was, was trending on Twitter. So I looked at, and I said, Oh, oh, so America disagreed with the take, agreed, uh, disagreed with the spin, thought it was hot takery at its best, and said, it's coming from Jack Del Rio. And David, this is what, this is what he reaps from what he sows, right? You say something really controversial, I'll be nice, really controversial about what happened in front of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, two years ago. And now America's got jokes, right? America doesn't have talent. America's got jokes and criticism for the commander's defensive coordinator. And I don't know if it's fair or not, but that's just the reality of where we live, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely unfair. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's, the, it's the reality. Listen, we... 
I mean, we've we've been blamed for Taylor Heineke throwing interceptions yep. because we're really negative. So, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, no, fair, fairness has nothing to do. What's fair got to do with it, Chris? That's what that's what I'll say. I, I mean, somebody once sang a song about love and what it has to do with it. But what's fair got to do with it? OK, I like that. And look, some of our takes are going to rub people wrong. Some of them are going to hit. Yeah home um i have a feeling that one of my takes is about to rub some people the wrong way potentially some people actually might like it because we're gonna do our three to watch for the linebacker group uh, and of course i wrote this up again for si.com's fan nation it went up a little while ago my three linebackers to watch in training camp chris cole holcomb is number one jamin davis is number two those two probably low-hanging fruit granted not a whole lot of depth and dive and and deep thinking into that but my third one is actually two guys and there's two guys that aren't even on the roster in fact, it's two guys that aren't on any rosters. It's linebackers Kevin Minter and Quan Alexander. Kevin Minter, most recently special teams captain of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champion from 2020. Quan Alexander, most recently of the New Orleans Saints. Before that, the San Francisco 49ers. Before that, the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Quan Alexander is an injury problem. He's an injury problem waiting to happen. He's got a lot of energy, a lot of effort. Uh, the guy runs like his hair is on fire, and he plays with all heart, 100%. No matter how many injuries he's coming back from, the guy goes full speed all the time you want that energy you love that energy on the field if you can keep him there playing a depth role behind Jamin Davis Cole Holcomb even the David Mayos of the world and all that could help him stay healthy longer because he's not going to be playing as much Kevin Minter is your stable veteran he's a quiet dude he's not going to be out there doing dance competition with the young guys but what he's going to be doing he's going to be making sure Jamin Davis is studying he's going to be making sure that there's a mentor in the room Devin White has talked about it. Levante David leaned on Kevin Minter for years. He was a, ca a captain of the special teams unit for a reason. Either of those additions for different reasons would be very good. I would prioritize Minter over Alexander, but th that those two guys combined to me, my third linebackers to watch. Interesting. We, we both keep leaning on the veteran free agent linebacker market, right? And that leads us into my three to watch. Uh, and I'll just kind of go in reverse order. My three, my third, you know, free agent linebacker potential is Anthony Barr. We talked about that on an episode late last week. There are reports that the Cowboys and Commanders Anthony Barr. Nothing has happened yet, uh, and maybe it won't, and maybe it will at some point. Maybe it'll take a couple of weeks to develop, but certainly that is a name now that we can kind of identify. We know how productive he's been in his career with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you mentioned David Mayo. Uh, while you're holding the mustard and going with the Mayo, listen, David Mayo can help on special teams. He's, uh, from what everything I understand, you know, kind of a leader. You mentioned Kevin Minter and what kind of leader he is and teacher he is. I don't know if David Mayo quite gets to that level, David, but this David, David Mayo, I think is a guy who they want in that room and he's going to play 20, 25% probably base 4-3 package, and especially maybe more against the running teams or the heavier run teams like Tennessee, like Philadelphia, like Dallas. Oh, by the way, they play three of those opponents right in a row, weeks three, four, and five. And then my third linebacker to watch is not really a linebacker, because we couldn't call Landon Collins. I don't care what Landon Collins thinks. He's no longer here. So I'm going to call the linebacker the Buffalo Nickel linebacker, which means he's a linebacker, whoever it is, whether it's 
Derek Forrest, whether it's Percy Butler, whether it's Cam Curl, whoever it is, that player, I think they played that that scheme, that look about 52-ish percent of the time last year. To me, that's a player that we have to look out for, especially coming on blitzes from the opposite side of the formation and to clean up wide sweep type runs, hopefully improving this defense. Yeah, absolutely. And Buffalo Nickel, not the last time we're going to talk about that on this episode, because right after this break, we're going to talk about three corners and three safeties uh, to watch, as well as training camp gets started in just a couple of days from the day we're recording this tomorrow. If you're listening to this as it publishes on Tuesday, we'll be back and do that right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Final segment here on the Locked On Commanders podcast, finishing up our defensive three-to-watch series with the cornerbacks and safeties as we've gone through all of the position groups, not the specialists. We're not really, we're not going to do this on the specialists, all right? But we've talked about quarterbacks all the way through the offensive line, defensive line. Now we're coming back with the defensive backfield, talking corners and safeties. And again, I wrote these up specially for SI.com's Fan Nation. My three corners to watch, Chris Benjamin St. Juiced, uh, that second year coming back from the concussions, multiple, unfortunately, and he's moving inside. How does that development uh, continue? His position coach, the defensive coordinator, his head coach all sound very excited for him. How does that continue? William Jackson, the uh, third, told us earlier in the offseason that in year two, he feels a lot more comfortable playing really fast, knows the guys, knows the language, playing a lot faster. I don't know. Maybe he's behind the scenes rallying to bring his guy, Jesse Bates, uh, to Washington from Cincinnati. And then Christian Holmes, the rookie. You want to know what he's going to do. He's a seventh rounder, right? But he flashed at times in the in the offseason practices. Not a whole lot, not enough to go, you know, I'm not going to tell you to get yourself a custom Christian Holmes jersey, but can he make enough moist noise to put himself on the radar for a roster spot? I think Holmes is going to be, and I, 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 I could be wrong, but I think both of us had uh, him on our initial 53. I think he's going to be really fun to watch. I mean, like you said, he'll get beat from time, but he is not a guy that's lacking in confidence, and he plays the style that I think Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera want to play. If you're going to get beat, get beat being aggressive. Don't get beat being soft because now you're soft and you're still losing, and that's nobody wants to see that. And 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 he fits kind of the mold that Benjamin St. Juice and William Jackson the third are better at, which is man press. Which is why my three to watch starts with Kendall Fuller, who is not a better man corner than he is a zone corner. Right? He's a guy that primarily fits in a zone corner cover. He plays it pretty well, and he plays it from the outside largely, uh, right? So can marry the personnel that they have and to not be over-reliant on maybe scheme or on one side? How does that work? How do they fit that out? If they want to play B and be more aggressive, does Kendall Fuller sink or does Kendall Fuller swim? Aggressive, man in your face press type defense. We will see. That's why it's important. Second, and just kind of extending that, Kendall Fuller 
in the slot if they need him to play in the slot because Benjamin St. Just, for whatever reason, doesn't get it in the slot once the games come on for real. And again, that is another test. Does Kendall Fuller have to go back to the slot because you need Benjamin St. Just on the field? So can he play, again, better in the slot than maybe he did last year like he did earlier in his career? I got all sorts of numbers to suggest eh, he was okay last year uh, in the slot. And actually, he played almost 140 snaps there, so don't rule it out. William Jackson the third, you spent some time on him, uh, so I want him. He needs to stay healthy. Better and he needs to be a whole lot better in year two, or he might not be here for year three. And then my third one, uh, David, is going to be Danny Johnson, who did play in the slot basically the second half of the year and actually performed pretty well. And Danny Johnson could also factor in to one of the return role specialists. So that's going to be a guy that we're going to have to see as they're in kind of in love with BSJ out of the slot. Does that mean Danny Johnson doesn't have a role on this team? Yeah, very good stuff there. Moving over to the safeties. Uh, again, wrote up for SI.com's Fan Nation. Derek Forrest is my number one safety to watch. He is my starting Buffalo nickel, if you want to even call it a starting. Buff- I don't know if you want to call it a starting position or not, whether they whether they open on the field or not is, irre- is irrelevant. But Derek Forrest, to me, he's the leader coming into training camp for that Buffalo nickel job. Percy Butler, again, another rookie. He flashed a lot during the offseason. Uh, training programs and practices. Let's see if they continues or if he continues to make those plays, especially when the pads uh, come on. Usually defenders don't have as much of an issue with contact than offensive guys do, but you still want to see if you see the same energy with pads on. And then Jesse Bates, uh, the look, that's my guy until he's somewhere else or until he reports to the Bengals and says, all right, I cave, I'll play under the franchise tag. Look, he stood firm and said, I'm not playing under the franchise tag. Sign me or trade me. That's it. I need to know if he's going to report to camp. Uh, all signs point to that he's not. They weren't even close from all the reports to even agreeing on an extension. So I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, but if Jesse Bates is available. If Jesse Bates might end up going somewhere else, why not it be Washington? And honestly, Chris, if you get Jesse Bates on the Washington Commanders uh, defense, you put him and you put Bobby McCain back there, you make Cam Curl your Buffalo nickel, and you've got one heck of a defensive formation going on outside of Jamin Davis, depending on how much he progresses this year. Well, and you would also have, you know, Percy Butler and um, yeah, that depth and is, other, is good. Right. Derek and, Forrest is back yeah, there. It's kind of like depth instead of relying on them, you know, to play 800 snaps or 900 Let's go. Snaps Let's or whatever. Go. Now, you have to pay a lot to get Jesse Bates. So that's, you know, Martin and Ron. Let's go. Let's do it. David wants Ron to roll the dice and to bring out the heavy artillery. Uh, my three are going to be uh, Cam Curl. Jeremy Reeves, I think Curl and McCain are obvious because I expect them, you know, kind of be probably the two back safeties, if you will, although I can't rule out certainly that Cam Curl uh, doesn't play some of that Buffalo nickel with, a, a, again, a different look. And I think McCain, it's interesting because he was so wretchedly bad in the first five, six games of last year, and I think a lot of that was communication-wise and being new. I, yeah. I have to assume he's going to be way better, and he was much better in the second half of last year, David. Mm-hmm. As he got more comfortable, I have to assume that he, with his some of his physicality and coverage skills, that he's going to be better in year two here in Washington. And Jeremy Reeves, you know, we know the incident between him and I think Jeremy Reeves is a good kid. I think the coaching staff still likes how he works. And the question becomes, 
is can he find a way to crack a role again with Percy Butler and Derek Forrest also pushing for playing time in whatever role they want. Jeremy Reeves, does he make it or does he go back to the practice squad again? We will have to see, but that's somebody I want to keep an eye on. All right, that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for making us your first listen and your first watch of the day. Now make your second podcast our national nfl experts and insiders keeping fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from all around the league with training camps opening up this week for everyone there is no break in the action we'll be back we're expected to hear from ron rivera on tuesday david and i both expected to be boots on the ground and have you covered from ashburn at the team facility meanwhile if you want to hop in 301-615-3577 or locked on washington commanders at gmail.com or my partner david harrison discovering washington commanders fryside.com's fan nation i'm chris russell one half of the russell and medher show if you're out and about please be safe be kind to one another don't you dare drive like a maniac Thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.